Take three. Oh, boy. Let, let's see if this one works itself out. Uh, this is the Hear Me Out podcast. Um, this is literally our third take because <laughs> one or more of the animals in this house keep making noise. They've been don't, quiet I, for like hours. I mean, I can't really blame them too much. I guess they don't really understand the concept of podcasting <laughs> because it doesn't have to deal with smelling and or getting your butt smelled. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> but I just need a little more uh, politeness, I guess, out of them. <laughs> I think I expected a lot more out of the cat. I don't know why. But uh, probably won't be too much of a problem too much longer because this is going to be one of maybe two podcasts we've got left recording in this house before we move into the apartment. And make a little podcast spot. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully get some video going. So, yeah, last week we talked about um, tropes in horror movies, uh, what what we love to see, what we don't love to see, and what we always do see. And uh, this week we're talking about subgenres within horror, meaning these are the different kinds of movies that you'll see these tropes in. Uh, we probably won't go back and reference like, oh, this trope is more likely to be seen in this and that. Um, just because... I don't know. We're not doing that. That wasn't the plan from the beginning. So that's not what we're going to do. So for uh, the second week of October here, we've got subgenres of horror. Um, All the fun stuff. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm a pretty big fan of most of these at least. Yeah. I mean, I think in general. I think I've got I, a pretty I, I, wide palette. Well, and I think there, there's at least one good from yeah yeah you know what i mean like it's at least one classic good one from each of them so i think of all of this you've probably seen at least one of each yeah absolutely um well let's start it off with the oh classics? hold on yeah. before we even run into that eddie van halen died oh, this past week you didn't have to that's crazy john you didn't have to bring it up reason i'm bringing it up Bro, is because i had forgotten no you had uh metal music goes along with horror movies acdc's entire soundtrack for yeah for maximum overdrive and eddie van halen was the soundtrack for twister which isn't a horror movie yeah um kind of is depends if you're really scared of the weather or not logan is yeah (laughs) um so point being uh this is a dedicated episode to evh we both grew up because our parents kind of forced the music on us so Shout out Eddie Van. We love you. Thank you. Uh I'm so, so sad. I know me too. Uh let's go ahead and start off with the classics, I guess. Um because I feel like all in themselves there is a subgenre which is kind of what I call aptly universal monsters. Okay. Frankenstein, Invisible Man, right. uh Creature from the Black Lagoon. Have you seen any of those? Like, have you watched them? Not like, I mean, obviously I know the stories and I've seen oh, yeah, you know, all the yeah. branch offs from all of them, but I haven't seen the actual original ones. No. Oh man, that's, I haven't seen a single one. I haven't seen like the original werewolf. I haven't seen, I bought that 50 DVD set with all we the, need to watch those. yeah, that's yeah. We should do that. I think you'd really enjoy unpacking. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we should really sit down and watch Nosferatu because Nosferatu is not a universal, but I mean, I guess. I guess when I say Universal Monsters, I just kind of count all the old ghouls. Yeah, and stuff. you're a vampire, you're Frankenstein, you're you know the big money makers for for like 
I mean, these they had franchises, they had amusement parks. All the, of Scooby Doo, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> Boris Karlov and uh, Bella Lugosi, people like that were making a living just being monsters over and over again. Exactly. And that, yeah, and that moved into the Hammer films with Christopher Lee uh, from Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. He was Dracula forever. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of count some of the Hammer films in the Universal thing. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's a cool place to start because especially when we start getting into talking about like stuff that's popular today, you'll, you'll see how much things have changed from the just, yeah, yeah. monsters under your bed kind of thing. Not right? Yeah. I mean, just stuff that seems so crazy, like lightning brought a man built out of 60 different that's people. We forgot also what under the bed. Oh yeah. Or, or in the shadows. Um, Let's probably run into the biggest, in my opinion, or probably the most money-making, if you ask me, which is the slasher subgenre. Right. And I mean, just eons worth of well, film and, on and tape. I'll tell has you been... what, once we get into it some more, too, some of these subgenres are subgenres of the slasher. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, it's very broad. So, slashers is... Arguably, probably in my top three as far as subgenres well, go. Well, probably one of the biggest. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, like with, with you the, can't with avoid the it. Most, you can't avoid it as a and horror it has fan. The most movies, and it kind of holds the most weight as far as like merchandise. You know, T-shirts, uh, Halloween costumes. Hall oh yeah. Your, I mean, oh how many God. Jasons do you see on your street? I mean, just the ghost face mask. I mean, how mm -hmm. many times? You know, so that was a, that was a costume before it was a, well, a, a horror movie character. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. just, I mean, the idea of you know being chased and there's one man in the woods and you don't know where. He At the is, end of the day, that's you know, what it is, man. It's just that it's the chase. We're yeah, we're it's scared of we're scared of someone having one up on us and. I think that's what slasher kind of brings to the table. Right. Uh, and it's also <clears throat> given me some of, you know, like that's been some of the scariest stuff I grew up as a kid watching was like uh, Friday the 13th one. I mentioned that in the things that scared me episode uh, when Jason kind of really first shows his face and he jumps out of the lake. You watched mm -hmm. one with me. You remember yeah. that at the very he end? Jumps out, yeah. He wasn't the killer, obviously, in one, but that movie's a slasher movie. And, like, right. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not sleeping tonight. Like, it wasn't Pam that fucked me up, but it was Jason. And from that point on, I mean, those movies got bad, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> I do like Jason X, though. Uh, Jason in space. Mm -hmm. Too cool. Yeah, slasher's huge. Yeah. Massive. Um, I think one, honestly, that kind of goes hand in hand with that, kind of underneath of slasher, like branches out, mm -hmm. would be the Cannibal and Backwoods. Because you could yeah. have a slasher, like your Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like your, you know, whatever have you. Like, oh, what was it? Wolf Creek? He's a slasher, but he's also Backwoods. Yeah. And a um, cannibal. Wolf Creek is a good... Uh, one to bring up, I guess, because... He is a slasher. He's Very definitely so. a slasher. He's but a stalker. He, he's he's a like slasher. that branch between slasher to backwards <clears throat> cannibal. Well, and we didn't really consider a subgenre. It's kind of more of a trope, but he's a based on a true story. Mm -hmm. um, he's based on Ivan Malat, the guy who killed backpackers in Australia, which is, you know, plenty scary enough, which literally makes him a slasher. You know what I mean? He, he's, yeah, I mean, he's the killer. He's the bad guy. 
and as much charm as you know, as much as you want to be like, ah, Mick Taylor, he's the coolest. Well, he's not because he's a horrible honest, person. <laughs> I think the reason why Slasher took off and mm -hmm. why it's it's so, um, you know, I mean, it crosses so many generations. It's always scary is because of how realistic it can be. Mm -hmm. Now you can have a slasher like your Jason. That's you know, I mean, you can't kill him. Invincible, essentially, but, yeah. Like you have Jack the Ripper, you have Ted Bundy, you have real life people that slasher, are Richard Ramirez, that are real life slashers. Yeah. So it's like I think it really, you know, it, I mean, it really brought that it, it branched from monsters that are you know your imagination that you're scared of, mm -hmm. and they were like, what if you know we started making movies. Yeah, where you know it, it, Jason obviously is not real, and you can't have like an invincible yeah. monster like that. But yeah. like, you can be chased by a crazy man in the woods. So oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's very definitely plausible. Definitely plausible. And uh, we were just not really you. You were kind of busy. We're packing and stuff, but we just had Hatchet on. We're just kind of, I guess we kind of like to freshen up with horror movies before mm -hmm. we do podcasts around horror movies. But we had Hatchet on, and Hatchet is you know he's a new jason essentially i mean he's played by kane hodder the guy who played some of the best jasons yeah. um but yeah uh victor crowley and hatchet is like the brand new the, probably one of the newer slasher icons essentially mm -hmm. icons is a word i don't throw around i mean i use it for the big ones like leatherface jason freddie yeah, uh, but yeah i i'd call victor crowley i mean he's had four movies you right. know like, like it's a pretty big thing um, but yeah, what you were saying, you were going from slasher to cannibal backwards. Um, I feel like the cannibal movie itself is the subgenre, and I feel like the backwards is a subgenre of a subgenre because cannibal movies really took off in Italy in sixties and seventies, mm -hmm. a little bit before, but granted the cannibal Pharaoh and the cannibal Holocaust came about in the seventies and they were huge and controversial because people thought these were snuff films. Like they thought these were right. horror movies where people died. Right. Uh, you know, directors got taken to court. court. <laughs> they had to be like, the, the judge essentially said, I'm going to call a recess. You come back, you show up tomorrow with all these actors alive and standing in front of me, or you're going to jail for the rest of your life. And like, I mean, you know, it's just a movie. He pulled up with him, but it, it's the fact of the matter is just like that. This is a very controversial um, subgenre, and to play around with it now is a little more accepted. That's why uh, Eli Roth's Green Inferno became a thing. That's why, you know, uh, well, another thing too is to, to, to move on from there. Like, yeah, we don't have that many cannibal films anymore, but we do have a lot of the backwoods cannibal movies. Mm -hmm. We've got the remakes of hills have eyes which mm. was originally the one and two by wes craven were cannibal hillbillies wow. and uh that's what they are in the new one um and then we've got wrong turn wrong turn is big time um kind of backwards cannibal i mean the whole thing is about uh it's essentially like a poo-poo platter of feeding frenzy you know like the these these kids come from the city, you know, same stories always. Kids come from the city. And the second one I kind of like, it's got a uh, Henry Rollins in it and they're taping like a survivor type show in the forest, mm -hmm. but they don't know that the backwoods people are there. And right. uh, I mean, I don't know. They're not great movies, but I sure as hell like them. I think they're great. 
Um, but yeah, so talking about eating people, <laughs> I guess we could move into zombies, virus type yeah. movies, which uh, were huge. Well, okay, no. So they were exploitation and cult films when they first came out, when they were like voodoo hoodoo zombies, like white zombie and uh, um, like Lucio Fulcio, uh, Lucio Fulci zombie. Stuff like that never really took off. But, uh, you know, you got George A. Romero, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Diary of the Dead. Uh, this dude was all about making some zombies. And <laughs> it kind of, he's literally what ignited in at least the Western part of the world. This is a scary thing. Imagine if you had to put down your grandma. Who's coming after you to eat you. And she's dead. And she's dead. Yeah. You you buried her and now here she is coming after you. That's a scary thought. And I get it. Um, and honestly opened the way for shows like The Walking Dead. That you well, yeah. gain foot travel at all. So I don't know if we're going to get around to it anyway. Uh, I have a podcast written out for zombie movies in general. Just because I have a love. I've been watching zombie movies as long as I can remember. Oh, I Zombies yeah so yeah so, like. well that's another thing i mean it's just crossed so many lanes in pop culture it's just there's so much yeah i mean there really is mm -hmm. um but yeah so zombies have kind of gone in and out in and out george aramero and then that kind of fell when slash her and then return of the living dead came out and people were like oh this is kind of crazy and that's kind of what started zombies eating brains kind of thing was exactly. return of the living dead right uh and then it fell out again in the 90s when the meta movie came along which we're going to talk about later and uh then it came back really really strong in the 2000s 28 days later 28 weeks later world war z uh stuff like that when it's like a biohazard it, it became more of a right. virus rather than a, a like you don't have to be dead you can be alive and catch this right and in my opinion what made it so much more scary was the sprinting zombies oh yeah i mean well, it's and then, and then you submerge again in like games like resident evil mm -hmm. and things like that where it's like you know now there's all times <laughs> there's different types yeah 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 uh left for dead oh yeah 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 um so zombies, anything with the virus type thing to me has always been scary. I mean, especially what we're going through now. I can't tell you how many jokes I've made about, oh, you better not get uh, coronavirus because you're going to get the T-virus from Resident Evil. Like, you know, I mean, it's just. Mr. X running down the hall. Yeah. Like. God, I hated that motherfucker. I hate him. I ought to do a whole podcast. just pain in the ass. I just need to run through an entire podcast about my emotions playing Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. Like It's just, it's a lot. And 7. seven that was fun. That one was fun. Um, but that was kind of like a haunted house. I got mad Texas Chainsaw vibes mm -hmm. with the family and I don't know. And I mean, there were literally like three chainsaw fights within that game. Well, too. that one you always thought you were fighting the biggest boss. Yeah. And there was like there was like three bosses, and you had to fight them all like six separate times. It was a very long game. They always got bigger. I mean, I'm man. very grateful that it was long. It was. Oh yeah, I, I would have rather I mean, it be. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. <clears throat> well, I bought that one, and I took like, legit like took months off of it, mm -hmm. and then one day I f I think I finished the three remake, and I was like screw it i'll just play this I, I i need some some exposure to some scary stuff and uh yeah I, I played seven and i was like okay this 
I've been wasting my time with this. This game is the shit. Like I should have no, been exactly. playing this the entire time. Um, so some people are scared of zombies, which brings me into phobia horror. Yes. Uh, I don't think that was a subgenre we, we uh, researched, but I think it is one nonetheless. No, it definitely <laughs> is. I mean, you have your spiders, you have your claustrophobia, you have your you know, so so snakes, let's let's talk about it. we got. Anaconda, mm-hmm. snakes is a big fear. Right. Uh, I wouldn't really call it a phobia. A clown? Movie. Yeah, I, it is. No, but it's it, it's deeper than a clown thing. Like you could call killer clowns from outer space. Uh, I mean, that's more funny, but like, still. Um. What what else is there? Arachnophobia yes. for spiders. Devil is Here's a claustrophobia dark, one. Lights out. Lights All out is a, a yeah. That one's a. That's, I mean, you're scared of the dark. Yeah. Scared of being home alone. Mm-hmm. Scared of strangers. Yeah, I know. And now I was going to go into home invasion with that one too. Yeah. Because I mean, like, that's a fear. Home invasion is a fear. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. Well, I mean, we also you have your like, what like um, I mean, you have germophobia, obviously. What what when would you say like I mean a, a lot of them like the. No, I can't think. Well, a lot of the virus movies would probably be what's germophobic. Yeah, and like what's World the War Z. what's that fear of like things with holes in them? I don't know. About, I forget it, what it's called. But like a lot of those like zombie kind of gory gross, mm-hmm. like they play on like that fear of yeah. like like being dirty and being Yeah. Like, yeah. Well like gr- like gross. N- nothing about that is comfortable. That that runs mm-hmm. back to what we were talking about last week with the tropes when we talk about, you know, people being naked in these movies is like how much more uncomfortable could you get? Like you're already in a bad situation. Now you don't even have clothes to protect you. Exactly. But yeah. Um, but like you said, we, we were just talking about home invasion is a phobia. That's also a trope and not a trope, a subgenre of the yeah, genre. Home invasion. When a stranger calls and uh, funny games, you haven't mm-hmm. seen funny games, but that's, that's one strangers. Um, strangers, obviously for sure. Um, a weird one that is a home invasion movie, but, I don't really think fits because of who's the antagonist and protagonist is don't breathe. <laughs> Good timing. No, but it definitely is a home invasion. Scared. I mean, literally like the, now, the... but well, and it's and obviously it's very unique in the way that the people doing the home invading are the ones that you're scared for. But... Yeah. It's, well, it's strange that at what it just in a, in a quick change of fate, I guess the the who you imagined would be the bad guys turn into the good guys like you want them to do well at, at, mm-hmm. at this certain point which i'm obviously not going to spoil for anyone who hasn't seen it but right. tremendous movie um that's my biggest fear is home invasion uh don't come knocking at my door y'all well and, and I, the thing and, fucking and, scares and me. this kind of plays into an, two other of the subgenres, but whether it's true home invasion or not you always have your haunted house and ghost movies where it's you know a noise downstairs and the husband gets up with his baseball bat because he thinks it's a home invasion you know what i'm saying it's always like the i'm gonna grab my gun and it's you know that goes into stay here some genre of you know family moving into the haunted house yeah and um i'll be real with you too i've never really been all that scared of the haunted house movies none of them really have done it for me i don't think I younger, I like them. I'm not I was scared younger, of them. Younger, I was. I'm more so scared now. Just you know, if you're watching it, it's like pop up scares. Poltergeist scared up. me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I think you know things like Insidious are scary, 
And that's like a yeah, but that's the one where they were like the house isn't haunted. The boy, yeah, yeah. no, no, uh, Patrick Stewart's haunted. Yeah, yeah, but that's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of like, it, I, I mean, your your taste and it changes over time. But I do think that ghost and haunted house goes back to you know your slasher and monsters. Like it's so pivotal. You need it, and it's yeah. so I well. Mean, house on a haunted can be hill. Scared of that. The haunting. Life. I mean, there's because real classics. Knows, you, know? yeah. you can say it's not real and it is real or whatever have you. Yeah. It's like whether, you know, you and I might not believe in ghosts, but if you and I went ghost hunting, we'd be like, oh my God, did you hear that? Like, you like, it's just, that's just. Do you really believe here. in ghosts? Do you? Not, no, I don't. But what I'm saying is, like, if you and I went ghost hunting, it, it's in your human nature to be like, oh my God, did you hear that? You know oh, well, saying? for sure, like, for sure. I mean, and I don't even believe in them. I'm just like, like you get that weird feeling, like you know. And then you watch a scary movie like that. It's not that, and you feel like something's touching you when you're walking down the hallway. Like you just. Don't. It's not that you're scared of like this is going to be the moment. Like this is this is when I'm going to see a ghost. It, you're scared of like, I don't want it to happen. But, but what if what? this is the it moment? It kind of plays into being scared of the dark and scared of like home invasion type of feeling, where it's like you're really not scared that there's nothing out there and there's something making the noise. You're scared that something else is out there. Yeah. Um, one I forgot to talk about just because this was my entryway into it and I forgot to mention it. Uh, we were talking about the cannibal movies and how they were Italian at first or generally Italian at first. Um, Giallo was a huge, um, subgenre, which was, was Giallo is Italian horror. Uh, Dario Argento's movies, Suspiria, uh, Tenabre, uh, uh, deep red stuff like that and then I, I already talked about lucio fulci's zombie lucio fulci was like one of the masters of gore back in the day um i mean he still is a legend but all italian for the most part i mean it usually has some kind of almost like a noir aspect mm -hmm. kind of thing to become giallo like there's always a mystery to it like it's you like remember suspiria yeah. yeah people were dying mysteriously in, in the dance hall but um Giallo always has, it's always Italian, and it always has that kind of crime noir thing to it. So I just wanted to get that one out before we got way further out, and I was going to have to, like, mention it off of, like, sci-fi. Like, I'd have to be like, <laughs> oh, Alien, Ridley Scott, also Giallo movies. Um, yeah, so, and, and it's important, too, is why right. I mentioned it. It's not like Giallo is... I've never heard of it. It, that's the term you i mean you watched Suspiria with me and yeah but you like, came home when i was watching tenabre and stuff like that and that sure. was the one i was watching the other day oh, okay yeah um so way further away from giallo and home invasions monsters giant monsters let's talk about it this has been a big one for a long time people have always been really scared of king i mean kong king kong was and godzilla <laughs> king kong was like the big one in America and honey, forever. I the kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a horror movie for sure. Um, I was watching the Joe Rogan with Rob Zombie on it. Cause that's like one of my favorite podcasts ever. Just the two of them talking about movies for, you know, an hour and a half. It was cool to me to listen to, but Joe was talking about, um, he, his daughters wanted to watch a scary movie. So he was like, what can I show my little daughters? Like, what's going to be okay. So he shows them the first King Kong and he's like, I'm going to show you this and people used to get really scared by it, but now you're going to see it and you're going to think it's really funny. And the girls were shaken. They were scared. They had their little popcorn bags and everything. And they put it on and the three of them sat on the couch and laughed together because it's so ridiculous, ridiculous and funny and the claymation and, and the, the acting of the guy in the suit. Like it's all, you know, it's funny now, but back then that was terrifying. It's like, people were like, 
did this happen and the newspaper hasn't come out? Is is the Empire State Building really being crushed by a giant gorilla? What's happening? You know, like they think it's a documentary. Like they also played on the racial aspect of it. Yeah, like, I mean that, that was a whole thing. Definitely, that they did. What was it? The well, the thirties one did. The, well, the, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like that's the original. You know, like the, the yeah, the, the topic Kong's, of it. Like, yeah, very much mm -hmm. polarizing in that aspect. <laughs> yeah, and the, I think the disrespect to Kong. In the in the thirties, one definitely, you know, played into that well, as yeah. well. Yeah, and then I mean, they were terrified because they're racist. Yeah, so they were like, "Here's the, um, a play, you know, and we're gonna." The Jeff Bridges and Jessica Lang one kind of didn't do that as much. They kind of took the thirties version and made it a straight movie, like straight arrow. Like exactly. this is just a big gorilla, right? And then Peter Jackson took it, and then Jack Black. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Black, and then that new one, Kong Skull Island, which I like a lot. Uh, but I mean, we can't talk about giant monsters without Godzilla. Godzilla's got like hundreds of movies. Well, not hundreds, but over over like fifty. Well, and you know, I think a lot of um the fear for that starts too, because I was just realizing, you know, as a kid, I mean, they can't do but so much scary stuff, of course, in kids' movies. But like, I'm thinking like Little Mermaid Ursula at the end, like she's giant with a giant crown. And they have to fight her with a ship. And it's like, you know, it's just like that, overwhelming. It's just, it is. It's overwhelming. It's kind of like seeing waves crash over you. Like it's yeah, giant. It really is. And it's out of your control. And you're like, that plays double that time on real? Godzilla too, because I mean, he's a, he's a sea monster. Exactly. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, just like Kong had uh, uh, political back backgrounds mm -hmm. like that. Godzilla does too. Godzilla is about waste and uh, uh, littering. Right. And radiation and stuff. Well, right. okay, so Shin Godzilla is about waste and littering. The original is about radiation poisoning the water. That's what caused the lizard monster Godzilla to rise. Mm -hmm. and... Sorry, I'm drinking beer and I'm burping. Yeah, I'm like, okay, John, <laughs> um, talking through your burps. Yeah, well, I'm trying to talk around them, not through them. <sighs> anyway, um, a cool giant monster that I watched not that long ago was The Host um, by right. Bong Joon-ho the Korean movie. Mm -hmm. Badass. Super cool. I really, really like that movie a lot. It's on Hulu. If you guys are looking for a cool movie, uh, that'll be my recommendation for the day. The host. Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> um, Bong Joon-ho is the guy from Parasite. I, I talk nonstop about Parasite when it comes up. So you guys got to know it's good. It's really good. What were you saying? The, uh, the giant monsters and mm -hmm. like the, the overwhelming fear kind of thing mm -hmm. kind of plays into, and I think it's kind of a good segue into your alien sci-fi movies. Cause I was thinking like mm -hmm. war of the worlds, okay. like giant alien creatures, you know, giant UFOs, independence day. Like it's covering the earth, like massive out of your control. That's one of the most and then fascinating giant, terrifying like monsters. Pretty much. That is one of the most fascinating stories to me is the Orson Welles war of the worlds reading mm -hmm. on the, on the, uh, the radio. Oh, <laughs> 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 Um, but people were panicking though. Like they didn't know it was a reading. They thought it was real. Yeah. Like, they thought like he was, people were killing his, themselves yeah. over that. That's crazy. Insane. Um, insane but again like the you know the loud noises like what if you're just living your life and all of a sudden like there's giant lights in the sky that the whole world can see at the same time you know what i mean yeah um well what was do you know the tagline for alien ridley scott's alien no it's uh i mean it's like one of the most famous ones um in space no one can hear you scream that's 
you know, like that's scary. That's that scary to people. That's that's why well, that's horror. It's not right. a sci-fi movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. That exactly. this is the perfect organism hunting you. That's what the Ash the cyborg in it says. Mm-hmm. Uh he he goes on this whole rampage not rampage, but monologue about like you can try, you can try to get out, do what you can. But this Everything thing is here to hunt. Yeah, yeah, this thing is perfect. He calls it the perfect organism. Well, and you know, that kind of like we were saying before, like there are certain ones that really cross different generations that kind of never go out of style. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know anything about outer space. So, you know. Yeah, about as like, much about the water as I mean, outer like space. something cheesy like Tom Cruise War of the Worlds all the mm-hmm. way to something that's new like A Quiet Place. Like you have an alien. Okay. Like it's aliens. It's monsters. Yeah, I guess. I guess you have your aliens, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, supersonic hearing, and like it's. I don't. I mean, I don't know how they don't explain how it comes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they've been like burrowed down or something. Yeah, but it's like you know, you have your Ripley and your regular alien. You have your signs, like just general terrifying aliens. Signs is pretty. That that was a scary moment when the alien walks by the camera and like they figure out like the water. Like that's crazy. I I love that movie. It was good. I, I I honestly. But, I mean, you have that. You have, uh, what was it, Dark Skies? The little boy that was um, like, possessed by an alien? The you Thing. That? Yeah, The Thing, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember Dark Skies. Um, the Thing, if you guys remember on my old uh, top ten favorite movies ever podcast, The Thing is my third favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And arguably, it jumps again like with the second here and there. Like I think it sometimes I like it better than Shaun of the Dead. But uh, The Thing is... One of the scariest concepts I can think about. Not only like are you, you worried, who is, who well, not only are you worried about getting taken over by some alien, you don't know who is the alien, and you don't know who to trust. Yeah, that's that's You're it. Yeah, in the middle of the like, I mean, they're barely out of the wilderness. They're like, in Antarctica, freezing cold outside. There's nobody like, there's around. To go. Yeah, no one's gonna come and save you. You know, right? You've got nothing. Um. Except what you think you, you know. know. What? That is a subgenre we did not list is being stranded. Kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, you're shining. Like, you are yeah. like being trapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't think of that one. I think that's kind of, I don't know if well, it's a subgenre, but like, I would even throw shining into psychological horror. Well, no, it definitely is psychological, but I'm thinking part of that horror is the fact that you are literally stuck with the horror. And there's no mm-hmm. way out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. gen- like, like you are in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're s- like, they're with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you get to see a descent into madness in The Shining, just like you get to see madness already um, personified in Silence of the Lambs, which I don't particularly consider is a horror That's movie right now. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Stevie just got a, a notification. My friend just messaged me and was talking about, she, like, we were just talking right now as we're talking about The Shining, and I just got it right now, and she was like, my sister and I are watching The Shining. What was she talking about? Our, our, our old costumes, Halloween, our costumes? Halloween costumes? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's wild. Anyways, continue. That just freaked me out. But I, I don't consider Silence of the Lambs to be a horror movie, really, but, you know, the Academy did when they were like, this is the first horror well, movie to win the best award, actor yeah. yeah uh but it's it's because it's psychological you know yeah I mean, well it, it definitely is a horror movie in the way that you have a tides that line with thriller you it, know it's very similar to like seven which you know? also is not a horror movie but has really its elements has horror movie, elements but it has yeah. the horror taste yeah and it's like you know it's a psychological thriller really is a thriller both of them are thrillers mm-hmm. um 
but they both have the horror aspects where it's like it's like right before you would make a horror movie yeah you know it's like you could make a horror movie out of both of those movies it's just not quite there yet. yeah yeah like <laughs> um i agree one that i'd like to and i'm sure you know that i would like to go more in depth in this just because of the true crime that i'm interested in is like occult movies mm-hmm. like i I've watched a couple of witch movies. I watched the American Horror Story witch season, the Coven. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite season. Um, I, I still need show. to see the craft. I'm gonna get ripped apart. I hate that show. Yeah, I I like the first three seasons a lot. It's not a season that I found that it makes any sense. Man, that first one was first one felt like a seven hour long movie. It was spectacular. I like it really tied the room together. Man, I loved it. <laughs> um, but yeah. As far as like the occult stuff goes, the, as far as I've really dug in, well, okay, not really as far. I'm sure I've seen more than this, but what's coming to mind is two movies I've seen: Ready or Not, mm-hmm. with the satanic ritual, the, the, yeah, um, and House of the Devil, which I posted something on Instagram about House of the Devil not that long ago, and it's fantastic. You know it's one of the best slow burning what occult. Kind what? of, you know, like the family has a tradition kind of thing. Mm. Get out. Yeah. Very much. They're so. definitely culty. Yeah. Um I mean, you could say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh kind of <laughs> the family is like kind of they, they fall more thing, in cannibal. But, but they don't do it on, yeah, they do, but yeah. they, they don't do it because they're in a cult, they just do it because yeah. they're fucked up. Yeah. Um There's a lot though. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that kind of have that. Yeah. Um, and it's scary, you know. You walk into something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, another thing that's a little too real and scary is the revenge movies, specifically the ones involving women, which is a subgenre all of itself. Um, it's scary. I mean, it, it, there's no way to really. I can't really play about that. That. I'm scared I, when when Steffi is in the car and I have to run in and get some food for us or something. I tell her lock the door, text me if someone tries to kidnap you. You know I'm that shit's scary to me, and it's probably because I've seen these movies. I've seen you know the Revenge, the Last House on the Left, stuff like that, and I it's too imagine my life. Real. It's too real to me, it's and terrifying. I and I try to I try to put what I've seen in those movies into respect for real life and the fact that like this really happens like i put it up there with the home invasion movies like this this really really happens you need to be proactive and not reactive yeah there's no subgenre i think that is more realistic than that Mm -hmm. um and obviously the plot of them is all to um i'm not trying to like justify it too much i know it has its place in horror but like what i'm saying is i I know the reason is to be like hell yeah girl power Mm -hmm. they win yeah but i mean it's scary what they've got to go through to to acquire that revenge right i mean you know like it's a movie something has to happen i'm just sad that 
it has to be that way sometimes. Well, you know, I I do think it kind of came out of the fact that so many of all the old movies, your slashes and everything else, it's like, you know, it's the girl and she's tripping and you're like, motherfucker. Like, why can the girl never get out? Like, why can she never pick up the axe the, and chop somebody's head off? And you're kind of like, you know what? I'm going to make a movie about it. The revenge <laughs> movies specifically kind of what I'm talking about is like the assault. I don't really want to say the word for trigger warnings yeah. and stuff. But uh, the the assault revenge type thing kind of really sparked out of um, the 30s when movies were just starting to talk. They were just starting to create exploitation movies where, you know, people were going to the grimy theater downtown and they were watching the movies with nipples in them or, you know, they were watching movies where people got shot in the face and it showed it on camera, you know, stuff that you can't watch in the 30s. These are real exploitation movies. And, you know, they would start, I think they would call them like smackies or something. And they would be like, it, it would be the ones where it'd be about a abusive husband or something. And I think horror added on to that and made it so much worse and so much more real life and scary. I think that could be considered a phobia movie. The revenge movie, like oh, it's definitely. Revenge. I can't yeah. watch them. I know. Like, I, Last House on the Left. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. I love the revenge in that movie. I love the Indian mm -hmm. movie. I you have like, to skip. You like the remake, right? Yeah, okay. I have to skip it. I there, it's a genuine and like not saying that men can't have that fear because you definitely can. No, okay? I'm more but scared like, for you though. Like it I'm, is yeah. a terrifying mm -hmm. thought. Mm -hmm. and more terrifying I, you know i get it they want to have it on the thing they want the exploitation film they want to have the the wow factor you sound like uh, scene. you but sound like, like every know, like i just i just you sound like every pushy jewish character in like yeah. a, in a comedy <laughs> hey you know I, like a rabbi <laughs> yeah and I, I mean I've, I've said it in the past i've made my you know my my posts about it i just i don't think that it's ever necessary to have a scene I know. It's just so detailing detailed. that, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, to each his own, I guess. I know, I know, I know what you mean. Like There's you're no not reason. I don't get it. You don't get it. You know it's gonna happen. The movie wise, you know it's gonna happen. So you're like, I'm just gonna stay away from it, kind of. I thing. mean, yeah, they could have just cut to the next part. Like you know what happens. You know. Yeah, but I think in the in the idea of re revenge movies, I think it makes it feel. It makes the ending feel a little more like you understand what she's been through, I guess. But you know, I, I hate that. But... No, but you know, I think it's different for a man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Not not yeah. that you can't understand what she's been through, but I think like if it's a man that's watching this movie, and otherwise, I'd never really had to think, you know, that that would ever happen. Yeah, like but... you have to see it play out to be like, oh, now I understand why she's pissed off. I don't have to see it play out. I get it. No, I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, it doesn't. You know. Yeah, I get, I get what you mean. Um, but point being, it's just a little too real. Um, now, now, if we if we go from that into something that's severely not real, would be um, body horror. Body horror is David Cronenberg's bread and butter. This is special effects heavy, um, super like. <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> yeah i mean like some crazy stuff has i'm just gonna let's just talk about david cronenberg with this because that's what he's known for is body horror the fly right mm -hmm. the 
you see throughout this movie that there's about 30 to 45 minutes of that movie is just Jeff Goldblum's decomposition. And eventually at the very end of the movie, his essentially like sheds a human skin and it just crack, crack, crack. And this big giant fly monster pops out. Yeah. (laughs) And Videodrome is a movie he did. James Woods is the protagonist Mm -hmm. and the the movie kind of like, talks about uh, sex and violence in movies and stuff. It, it, it's kind of like a, like a, an expose kind of thing, but the way he chose to do it, there's a scene. It's really weird. And this is kind of what makes a body horror is that they're willing to make these strange ideas. David Lynch plays with body horror a lot too, mm-hmm. but uh, James Woods has this like crevice in his stomach. Mm-hmm. That's an opening and it spreads open and like you can insert a VHS tape into it. Ugh. And, it's it's the weirdest shit. Body horror is strange. Um, well, and there's a that's lot. one I don't even know enough about. Like I encourage everybody listening to this to look up some body horror examples. Uh, oh, Hatchet, Hatchet's mm-hmm. you know uh, Victor Crowley's all mush and beat up. He looks yeah. I mean you have Alien, the Alien punching through the stomach like with. Oh uh, yeah, that's just, that like, that's an example of body horror. Yeah. You're like ugh, like yeah. <laughs> it's not. I mean it's still gore kind of, but it's like not. It's not real gore. It's like, it's just shit that makes you uncomfortable. Like you just don't want that to ever, you know. <laughs> uncomfortable is a good point, and gore goes along with torture porn a little mm-hmm. more. Uh, torture porn being the saws, the hostels, the, and you know you could get even further into torture porn with uh human centipede and There's a lot of really shitty ones on Netflix. Like you have your v- like not VHS, I mean yeah, kind of, but no, like no, your yeah, yeah. chain letter and like oh, it's a bunch of shit that's like. Not really um, a yeah. lot talked about, but like it I'll, was a big trend for a while. I'll plug uh, YouTube. I like a lot here. Um, type in Spooky Rice. He does a series called Disturbing Breakdowns. He goes through all of the movies that me, you, all of our listeners are probably too scared to watch. He does a breakdown. He cuts out, you know, all the, you know, the scenes so he can play it on YouTube for everybody. But uh, he kind of describes what happens, and you're like, it helps me decide if I'm willing to watch this shit or not. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, because like you know me, I've got a, I've got a pretty, pretty, uh, high. I've got level. tough skin. Yeah. yeah, like I. Well, and it's I'm kind of the, I wouldn't say I'm the opposite because there's it doesn't really make me sick to see it. It's just things that I'm like, God, I can't. Like it makes me grit my teeth, you know. So the it's only like, thing I can't do is fingernails. No, see, I can't do the. I, you can't do eyeballs. I can't do needles. I can't do the. I can't do the sawing of the. I can't like. Oh, you'd hate audition. Like I will watch That's the movie. Two like of like those Evil things. Dead, the new Evil Dead. Love that movie. I'm not gonna watch her saw her arm off. Or the the Achilles. I can't watch a heel. Pet Cemetery when I was little. Pet Cemetery now. Like Mm -hmm. I can't do the Achilles heel. Like like it just makes me. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. It's Um, not that I'm gonna get like sick. No, I get what you mean. But I'm like, ah, just yeah. Um, (laughs) I guess really the Hostel is a big one. Hostel really more to me is torture porn of the big two. But Saw is the most well known. Yeah, Saw definitely is. That movie is nothing but torture, and it, it in in John Kramer's mind, it's justified tor- torture because um, they're bad people. To in him, his, in his mind. to him, yeah. I mean, I think I remember one of them was like he was like, "You've taken a couple of days off of work when you weren't really sick or some shit like that." And I was like, mm, 
I'm pretty sure we've all done that, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing right now, bro? You could be out of job. <laughs> imagine how, imagine these these murders are getting out on the news, and you get pulled up for that. How pissed would you be? Like, like some of these people have gotten away with murder. Some of them have. Some of them are serial arsonists, and I took off work a couple of days. Damn! Now I got to cut both legs off. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn! Now I got to choose between my right arm and my left arm. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what. Probably the most uh, scary to me outside of like body stuff, like obviously revenge, torture, home invasion, realistic stuff like that is scary to me. But possession, I've seen some scary movies with possessions. Really quick before we get past mm-hmm. the torture porn and gore. Mm-hmm. Um, infographics has a little thing. Oh, yeah, I love infographics. Yeah, and they have the one about, like, how, like, they've broken down how you could survive mm-hmm. the saw. The like, jigsaw, yeah, traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty, a pretty cool video if anybody um, mm-hmm. is interested. Like, they show you. you they know, also do the medieval torture They do, stuff, they do. Is, yeah. So that's super neat infographics. Also, really uh, it it's infographics is more fun to watch they explain it to in a very uh, entertaining way rather than yeah, like, like it's, it's not negative and you know scary and hateful and bloody like i mean they're like this is what would happen if you were it's, stuck it's kind of history like i mean yeah it's i, I mean the, like watching, the what if stuff is what if it's like stuff, watching but, brain pop yeah it's very adult <laughs> brain pop the, the, my favorite one is the um this is gonna sound me, make me sound super morbid, but the the what a person on death row's last day looks like. Yeah, that's the crazy. most fascinating video to me. But they have a lot that's from real history too. Like oh, one yeah. of the guy being trapped underwater for three well, days. Well, and they've got like sci-fi stuff too. They're like they're like how far could something travel in space? Ideally, if it was never crushed by a vacuum mm-hmm. or you know whatever. Or like uh, how long you could last from the radioactive like at Chernobyl. And yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's yeah. crazy shit. And not all of it's negative. It's like it's. It, I don't know what, how many McDonald's Big Macs could you eat before you exploded, put in a coma. Like, like Krabby Patty. I guess it is kind of negative, huh? <laughs> but point being, some are silly, some are crazy, mm-hmm. some are realistic. Um, but worth worth checking out. Yeah, um, possession movies are really scary to me. Exorcist is big scary to me. It always is going to be. You know, some of those yeah. older movies you get you get over, but like I. I'll never get over it. Terrifying in movie form for me. I don't think that it's fucking real. I don't. I don't either. I don't think that. But it is like you're insidious. You're conjuring. You're you know. Um, It's it's terrifying. I'm not really convinced of it either. But I'll tell you what the BuzzFeed Unsolved we watched with uh, Emily something that Mm -hmm. that one did scare me a lot. What about Uh, the Ghost Adventures documentary, bro? Oh, Hell what House? About Zach Bacon's That was a terrible documentary. <laughs> that shit sucked. We, um, we spent like an hour and 45. I'm like, man, it's, it's got to get better. And he just kept talking about staying in the house, this house. And then he just never, like the last, it was like three minutes of this movie at the very end. And nothing He just happened. punched a hole in the wall. Like, I just watched Marriage Story. Like, he, like, like and, and nothing happened. It was just. The he, he really just pitched a fit and like threw a TV on the floor. And then he was like. The next day I woke up with the worst hangover. I mean, the worst headache of all time. I needed to get my eyes operated on. And then we tore the house down. That's the end. I'm Zach Butthole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Zach Butthole. (laughs) Uh, I didn't believe in ghosts until I came face to face. (laughs) But, uh, oh, how about found footage? We're talking about Zach Butthole. That inspired Grave Encounters. Yes, Grave Encounters. Um, um, I mean, we've talked plenty about found footage. Oh movies yeah, man, you're I mean, Blair Witch. We love them. 
I mean, some people don't. Some people really think they're just corny and they're. Why don't we just watch the other day? Taking of Deborah Logan. That was pretty scary. Scared the shit out of me. But again, that's possession. Yeah. Possession and fear. Yeah, she was possessed by and, a person, right? Yeah. 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 That that was a good movie. That was really scary. Um, my uncle Davey recommended that. Thanks, Davey. Appreciate you. Shout out. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like found footage movies a lot. I, not in the way of like I don't think they're realistic. I'm not like scared of them in the same way I'm scared of the strangers, but But it gives it more of a personal level, you know. I you, just think it's, it's fun. I that's really what it is, man. I I just want to have fun sometimes and watch scary movies. Like I want to watch scary movies all of the time. You know that. Well, and you know, surprisingly enough, I feel like I mean, obviously, found footage movies are not that um, old. I mean, it really started with Blair yeah. Witch, like with people having personal camcorders. But um, they've really managed to kind of um, stick around. I mean, you know, Blair Witch is huge, obviously. Then you have your paranormal activities. That's massive. And that entire Quarantine had a franchise. Footage. Yeah. Qu- yeah. And well, it's like, I mean, you really, and like the Taking Never Logan was from what, last year? No, it was, before, it was a little while back. But I'm yeah. saying, like, like in the last couple of years, like, it's still relevant. Oh, they're, I mean, they're always going to be a thing. Ever yeah. since Blair Witch did it, like, they're always going to be a thing, really. And, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of favorites. As Above, So Below was really good. And uh, Taking of Deborah is now one. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, man, I can't really think of all that many that right now. But I, I'm, it's a, it, it really is just, found footage is just fun to me. Oh, uh, Big big monster. What? Cloverfield. That's also a big monster movie, but it, it's a found footage oh. movie. Yeah. Not all the Cloverfields are, but that one is the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so great. They're all great, but that one's the best. <laughs> um as long as the the topic of the hour is fun, comedy horror is by far my favorite. Oh yeah. I mean, my two oh, favorites, so Evil good. Dead Two, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, it's so good. And there's just so much you can do with it. You know, there's so much creativity that can go in with um, your comedy horror. I think. I think the uh, the the big thing is what makes me enjoy it so much is they they give you the fear, the gore, the 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 All that existentialism yeah. of what a scary movie is. And then it breaks all the tension down and brings it right back up. And you can laugh at yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, I mean, we just watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Great. That's hilarious. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh, we really enjoyed that one a lot. I think Ready or Not is mm-hmm. a, a horror comedy. No, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, and there's another one we just watched. Remind me. Um, Hatchet is one we were just watching. Hatchet has yeah. funny. Um, what happened in it? And now I, I lost it. I forget. Oh, man. Um, I forget. But yeah, I mean, I, I'll watch those all day long. Evil Dead is. Evil Dead, definitely. Oh, is. we watched Texas Chainsaw, too. Yeah. That one's, yeah. That one's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Music um, is my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it, it, it goes hand in hand with the metaphor. I mean, you have things like Scream, which it's like it's not made to be funny. Still funny. It's got its funny elements, obviously. And then you actually have your comedy horse based off of it, like scary movie, which makes fun of yeah, yeah, all of them. It makes fun of Exorcist. It mm-hmm. makes fun of you know Signs. It makes fun of the uh, the the meta horror again, like we talked about it a little bit with the tropes, because meta has kind of become a trope itself. Uh, just because 
Oh, let's play with both of them real quick. Cabin in the Woods. I was I was waiting yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Cabin, Cabin in, in the Woods, woods is, both. is yeah. Well, and so is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of your tropes are right there. Yeah, Scream's know? arguably funny. It I, is. I think Scream's yeah. funny. It is. Um, then there. I mean, there's obviously meta movies that are not funny. New Nightmare is not funny. Uh, it it does a very good job of being a meta movie, but um. Like there are ones that don't play with comedy, but mm-hmm. a lot of the the meta ness, you know, what people enjoy is not you bringing up the churn horror movie, but you making fun of the fact that you're in a horror movie. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like you know, and, and to break that wall of the people at home are always like, "Damn it, why did they go in there? I wouldn't have gone in there. <laughs> well, I would have gone there." You know? And it's like when you have someone like Cabin in the Woods, you have yeah. the stoner, and he's like. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, like, the, why would you the do weeds that? counteracting yeah. it. And so it's like, it's always funny, you know, they, I mean, obviously they play on the tropes, but it's always nice to have a character that you feel represents you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anthologies are generally funny too. Mm-hmm. Um, another subgenre. I'm not counting it within comedy horror, but anthologies are generally funny. Uh, Creep show, the, yeah. the movie, the first two movies have comedy elements in them. I mean, Stephen King, his his part in the first creep show is hilarious to me. Uh, yeah, when he turns growing, into yeah, yeah yeah when he turns into moss essentially. <laughs> um, the TV show not so much. That's actually pretty scary. The creep show TV show. Um, I've been watching a lot of anthology horror lately. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest ones I watched was the one I tried to get you to watch, but you're tired. Uh, Scare package on Shutter. Okay. I was at work mm-hmm. and had to like cover my mouth. I was laughing so hard. Really? Yeah. Like I couldn't let my boss know that I was watching a movie in the, in the lab, the back room. I I was laughing so fucking hard that there, there are portions of that movie that just make me laugh. Like dumb and dumber did like really? so funny. Yeah. You know what? Some genre we forgot. Hmm. And I don't know if it goes with phobia or not, but bugs. Yeah. Candyman. Yeah. I guess Candyman's a Candyman's a right? slasher. I mean, I mean but, would that be he's a slasher, but like you're also afraid of the bugs. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like you have Wicker Man. Yeah. I mean it's a terrible movie, but he's got the bees, not the bees. I mean, I guess that goes hand in hand with like your you know, your fear of spiders and stuff, but I just didn't mm-hmm. think I forgot to mention Candyman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm never gonna be mad at you mentioning Candyman. I love that. Uh one more name drop before we call it on the subgenres i've been watching like i said i've been watching anthologies lately uh nightmare cinema is a really scary anthology movie uh you know we know vhs and we know all that stuff but nightmare cinema and scare package are two to check out for sure uh i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna shout out shutter again they're not sponsoring me yet but here's hoping uh if you guys you guys can watch those movies if you watch them uh, with a 30 day free trial. <laughs> like I really sound like I'm sponsored. Um, yeah. I mean, now's the month to do Part it. Of the ads. Yeah. <laughs> now's the month to do it, man. Watch shutter, get on, get on shutter and watch some of these movies that I've been talking about. So it doesn't just sound like I'm jabbering because you know, we got five weeks in October. So you've got three more of these super, and there's really not much else you can be doing. Yeah. Currently, so. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So watch some, um, that's what we've put down for the subgenres. I'm sure there's a ton we've missed. Uh, we we did cover most of the major ones though, which I'm pretty happy about. I can't yeah. I can't really think of anything 
super big. Like I looked through my collection. I looked online. I did a small amount of research for this one. So <laughs> happy enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident with what we. Any other genres I could think, some genres I could think of would be very. There's not many movies for it, you know, like very yeah, high. I mean, there's like yeah, two. yeah. Like, it's I don't like think... a very specialist type. Yeah, of Yeah, it's very yeah. Um, exact, <laughs> specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, just like I said, my my big recommendations are gonna just be you get Shutter and start looking for things you've just heard me talk some about. Scary movies, man. They got them on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure a lot of you Netflix, have Hulu. Hulu. Uh, the host is really good. It's all in South Korean or Korean, I guess. Also, host. What was that on? Shutter. <laughs> God, that's a scary movie. That's found footage, technically. Shit and possession, kind of. Not really. Ghost. Or ghosts. Ghost. Well, and demons. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Very scary movie. We were jumping. God, out of our seats. I haven't been that scared of a movie in a long time, man. Yeah. Um. So thanks a lot, guys. This is week two of Spooky Month with us. Hear me out. Um, you got anything else to say, Steph? Wherever you're listening, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, I. I'll let you I do it one day. Good. No, I'm not. <laughs> not as good as me, huh? All right, guys. Uh, whenever you're listening, have a great morning, afternoon, evening, or night. We'll see you on week three. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.